Greetings, nerds. This is Cena Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. With me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? Doing very well, Sarah. How are you doing? It's Thursday evening. Thursday? It's also February. Yes. Yes. The long year is over. <laughs> yeah. I just, I yeah. mean, yeah. It's January is done. One month down, 11 to go. <laughs> yeah. January felt like a year, though. January typically feels like a year and a month. It just has yeah. that feeling about it of never ending. I, I find January, April, mm-hmm. July, and October. Yes. Always these odd months that just yeah. continue and continue. Yes. Yes. You you are spot on with that, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about calendars. We actually do have a lot to get through. Um Starting off with some news, Dakota Johnson has been cast to play Madame Webb in Sony's new Spider-Verse film. Okay, so my first question is now, this isn't into the Spider-Verse, right? That's correct. It's a standalone film, just like Venom and Craven and Morbius. Yeah, and you lost me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's so funny because, you know, the, the headlines were like, you know, first female lead in a Spider Verse Spider Man film, and um, and which is good. I mean, you know, I, I, it's just funny we still have the have to have these kind of. I know you and I have talked about that before about right, right, these right. kind of these kind of headlines, but just getting to the character itself. So I was thinking about Madam Web, and you know, Madam Web is of course a mentor to Peter, mm-hmm. and also a mentor to uh, the. the the various uh, spider women, but Adam Webb's like, I'm just trying to figure out like how they're going to make this character a very dynamic character in the sense that, you know, she, she's clairvoyant and she, she's usually, you know, hooked up to the contraption, you know, with, and, and with the webs and everything around her and it sends people out to do things, you know, and she's not the one actually out there fighting. So I'm, I'm just very curious to see, how this is all going to work and are we going to get, you know, potential other spider people that will, she will direct and stuff. I'm just very curious on how how this film's going to go, but yeah, I have a feeling it's going to be an origin story. Yeah. Uh, I think that's, I think you're right. Yeah. She's not going to be in the chair. She's it's about the path to get her in the chair and what happens. And then she's going to find Peter. Peters will find her. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, Dakota Johnson is a really good actress, so good for her. Um, but it doesn't surprise me something like this gets now straight on the heels of like a major Spider-Man success. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised we haven't had like six other announcements about various Spider-Man properties because they always do this. There's like a floodgate that gets opened as soon as something successful. It's like, we're going to do this, this, and this. The one exception is the Batman because the floodgate got opened before the movie ever dropped. Oh, I know. Yeah. If I hear the bat in the cat one (laughs) more time. Yeah. I am tired of it too. I'm just like, just get this. Okay. February 10 tickets go on sale. I will be, First in line as far as on my computer buying my tickets for Fandango for sure, and and because I, I like I really have after I haven't watched any more trailers or anything you know if it comes on during a football game or whatever I'm like okay cool, but 
yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much gone into a black black box with with any more trailers or stories about the film. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, moving on to some TV news, a supernatural prequel, The Winchesters, a Walker spinoff, and a DC Universe set, Gotham Knights, have all been picked up for pilot on a station that we don't even know if it'll be around in a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True, true. But these properties, so... I guess the so the Winchesters is the, the prequel that Jensen and Daniel Ackles yep. um, developed, and of course that was you know it was a lot of um, consternation about that because and Jensen actually talked about this on the Michael Rosenbaum's Inside mm-hmm. of You podcast about how the community how he he, he just messed up and didn't talk to um, uh, Jared about the, the about developing that, and so you should definitely go check out that uh, podcast interview if you if you are a supernatural fan or a Jensen uh Ackles fan. Um yeah, so there's that. And then this Gotham Knights is the story, you know, the series it's not the video game, but it's that thing that was announced in development a few I guess a few weeks ago that got picked up the palette. So um to me, with this news is okay. We got picked. We got a DC property picked up, and of course, we heard a few weeks ago about the potential Justice University show with Diggle. Mm-hmm. So you know that was still in development. So I'm wondering if that is still going to, is still in development, and this is not ready for for pilot announcement yet, or or if it's sort of getting put on the back burner. Well, let's just take everything with a grain of salt because the number of CW pilots that have been picked up and dropped. Yeah. And reshot or just completely forgotten about and never be spoken to again. So, yeah. Um, like like always, we will talk about it when we see it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, but I, I just thought with especially given the uncertainty of the network and and but those properties could easily be picked up by either CBS or um, or Warner, you know, on their respective streaming platforms. So they'll have a place to go if they do get picked up from to series. And yeah. let's just say the new owners of CW uh, decide, well, we're going to pass on this content. Or they may be like, hey, this is great. We want to keep this content so we can have some new shows on our network. Yeah, yeah. And and CW is also right now just trying to figure out what it's going to do with his lineup as they lost Arrow a few years ago and they um they are, might lose Grant Gustin in a in a year. Um he signed on for this year and now they've renegotiated and he signed on for another year. Yeah, I think what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I mean Hey, if I could go for a year-to-year deal and get paid two hundred thousand dollars per episode, yes, sign me up. <laughs> uh, which is which is amazing. But hey, I think at this point, I know there's been a lot of speculation whether that means that this is the last year of the Flash. And like you said, he did a one-year deal with uh, with season eight. Um, it could mean it, it could go any number of ways, just like we were talking about with with these these pilots. I mean, it, it could just be that, given the uncertainty, we at least get Grant locked in for a year, 
I mean, Grant may decide to pull a Stephen and Melissa after year nine and be like, nope, I'm done. Or, you know, even though I know he said in the past he would like to go 10, but, you know, Tom Brady said he wanted to play until he's 45, and we saw what happened this week. So, you know, so Grant will, you know, he may decide to do that. And and also I think deciding those one year-to-year deals just gives some career flexibility because, I mean, 10 years, nine, 10 years in one role is the is, is a long time. And and I know the other thing too is he capped the episodes at 15 in this latest deal. So yeah, I, I guess he's probably looking for you know, opportunities to, to do other things. Even if he does sign off, you know, to series for, you know, with, with uh, an, an additional year, I mean, you know, maybe we'll, we'll see. Um, Grant wants to return. Good for him. I think, I think it has more to do with his expanding family than anything else. Um, yeah. But we're not here to talk about the Flash. We we will talk about the Flash when it returns in March. Um, yep. We are here to talk about Batwoman. And here's my question: so so they're they're taking off for like a week or two, right? Two weeks for the Olympics. So all the shows: so Batwoman, Superman, and Lois, and Naomi are all off for two weeks due to the Olympics starting this week. Okay. Wow, next week we really have to scrape the bottom of the barrel. Well, we'll we have to go back. Have to return well, to Boba Fett. Good yeah, thing. I was going to say what. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll have to do that. <laughs> no promises, people. No promises. It gets better. It gets better. I will say that. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to start. I'm not even going to start. <laughs> let's, let's focus on me ranting about Batwoman. Okay. Um. Yeah. So. So. <sighs> <laughs> okay. I kind of have figured out. Like at first, when Marcus first came on the scene, I was like, "Oh God, this no, no." And it was mainly because of of just like that twist with the Joker. It wasn't necessarily Ryan having a brother that was the problem, mm-hmm. but that's weird Joker twist. But during this episode, I mean, the Sophie side of the Sophie love thing aside, which the number of times where we have to hear those speeches, like, come on, (laughs) like, this is not something original. But what really annoyed me was the Jada Ryan stuff. Mm. Just because, like, I'm just like Ryan. I saw through Jada's act, too. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> why why does it sound like you're acting and and maybe that's a criticism on the actress herself but but just her dialogue i was like there's there's so much inauthenticity right now mm-hmm. and it's just so melodramatic and then and then that the line that drove me crazy um was when 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 she realizes like R- ryan is batwoman and she's like Oh, now I know why Batwoman in his show. She was here the whole time. I'm like, who wrote this? <laughs> who yeah. wrote this? Because well, you yeah. you always no, you remind me that about that on Superman and Lois. But like, guys, go to the Superman and Lois writers room and take some notes. Yeah. But yeah. That bad. <laughs> yeah, that, that I so here's I had a love hate relationship with this episode. Because that line to me was also because I was like, wait a minute, I thought she already knew. One, 
which was, you know, because especially the way they had like set things up for this particular episode that Jada was going to out her anyway, uh, because she failed to uh, get the joy buzzer at midnight. So there was that. Um, what I did like about it for the first time in, in weeks, I felt like the episode really had energy in, in a good way. I felt like, okay, you know, usually I'm kind of drift, you know, the last few weeks I, I, I have been like fading a bit uh, when I'm watching it, but you know, you know, for cameras to, because to, in his directorial debut, I thought he did a good job as far as just most of the episode. I will agree with you that the, Scenes with Jada, Ryan, and, and Victor were probably the weakest ones of the episode. To, to, for the for the things that you just mentioned, even though I did think about our discussion last week with uh, when Diggle showed up and 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 uh, and Jada, you know, wondering about things with their prior relationship, and especially when when Diggle was like. You know, I'm back with Lila now. <laughs> so whenever they, whenever they talked about the affair, I was just like, oh yeah, yeah, Diggle's Ryan's father. <laughs> right. Never, yeah. Um, but uh, I was just waiting for her to say, "You don't understand. Your father was Bruce Wayne." Like I called nah. him from day one. <laughs> Make me happy and say it. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. I I think it's more I think it's yeah, it could be Bruce. It could be Bruce. That that would be the that would be the other angle. But uh, uh but you know, like I said, I think the this episode Yeah I, as far as the Joker stuff, it didn't I you know, I it started to it started to work for me now for, for whatever reason. I don't know if it was just the direction uh, of it uh, or maybe bringing in the, the uh, Kiki who was his, who helped construct all this, all this stuff. But you know, I, I just felt like this episode was, uh, had, was more of a more cohesive than, than, than what we've been getting the last few weeks. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a cohesive episode. Um, now that they've removed poison ivy, but I also, I was also just kind of like bored. (laughs) Just like, okay, uh huh, got it. Interesting. Mary's feeling guilty right now. Um, and, and, but I always, for some reason, Mary and Alice always like, I don't know. I don't know if somebody like writes differently for them or something, but, um, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, Alice, why are you still in town? <laughs> what yeah. is going on? <laughs> why are you here? So I'm glad somebody finally called her out on that. Yeah. Um, and so, but I didn't like the whole thing. Like suddenly she wants the buzzer. I yeah. Guess, I don't really understand what they're gonna do with that to maybe make her more insane. Um, to kind of reignite that villain, but. It's we're only think, in season three. That's a season five thing. So, are yeah, are we just going to yeah. return to that Alice versus Ryan thing next season? I think so. I mean, I think that's going to be part of it because I, I think they have played you know this this 
Alice on the part of Team Bat can only go so far, and 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 I think that 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 storyline is is coming coming to a quick end. Like you said, Mary rightfully called her out. Like, why are you still in? Why are you still here? Because you know, because at this point, she is sort of playing the role on Team Bat as the anti-hero resonant like crazy you know resident villain who is is the advisor on, on here's how super villains think <laughs> and that's that's kind of her you know that's kind of the the, the role that she's playing right now and I, and, and 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 now that you have a new joker in in, in gotham um and as that you know that that whole dynamic with with marcus and 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 Brian and, and Jada is, is taking center stage again, and you know, and I, and I and I and I think early part of the season when we had that that triangle with those three characters, it was it was very 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 interesting to, to, with that, and then we got off into this poison ivy thing with with Mary and, and poison ivy and 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 Renee Montoya, and it just kind of you know started to drag. And now we're back to that core story, and and like you know, and and now we you know we have this MacGuffin of the Joy Buzzer to like with these last two episodes, really trying to you know cure the new Joker, which you know of course we know that's not going to happen. I mean that he's he's going to be the Joker moving forward in Gotham because you know bat, every Batman or Batwoman needs needs a Joker in this in this particular set part of the multiverse right right um yeah yeah but i don't really know where to go from here yeah well no i think i mean no it's fine i mean i I think of the of the shows that we have been watching lately i mean i think batwoman is good but it's definitely you know it's definitely 13, 13 episodes, I think, is a good a good count for this for this series. It's it's doing things, but but there's some of the stories that aren't as they just sort of some of the things very stalled and you know there's there's elements that are very good, but um yeah I think it's you know I'm it's good that they're coming to their penultimate their finale. I think uh the, the, the these things can only go for so far. Right, right. And as per usual, CW scheduling kind of also bit them in the behind because, I mean, you don't want to go on a hiatus right when you're getting to, like, when right when you have momentum. Yes, exactly. Um, they, knew the, they knew the Olympics were coming. <laughs> what you yeah, which, which, again, like, <laughs> did they give the memo to Superman and Lois writers before or after? Like, it, did different memos go out? Because Superman and Lois, like... They they had momentum, but it also felt like an episode like we're gonna leave you here. We've kind of we started something, but we're gonna go on a break. So we're gonna kind of loosely tie things up just so the break is more natural. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this episode of Superman and Lois was good. Um, again, like they're 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 building, but. We also got the showdown between Bizarro and Clark again. 
And um, unfortunately, they had to put John Henry Irons like on bed rest. Because, you know, his chemistry with Lois was getting way too hot. hot. (laughs) So we're just like, we got to take him out. We got to take him out, but we can't put him out because, damn, (laughs) poor Nat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, And and what 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 was interesting about this episode that I didn't really I, I love it when these shows can surprise me like. Because we've seen so much of this genre, we're used to the patterns. But even though, like, this whole uh, Lana running for mayor thing, I didn't one time think, oh, they're going to circle back to Sarah trying to commit suicide. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I even forgot about that. Like, that's so far. But it makes sense. And now they're also hinting, like, that's not the worst thing to come out about that family, though. Right. Um, so, so I, I, I was very, I was, I was caught off guard by that. I was like, oh, oh, yeah. I was too distracted by the Lois and Superman. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the great thing, you know. This again, compare and contrast with with what we were just talking with Batwoman. They have like multiple, multiple like storylines going on. But that, but there, there seems to be this a through line through them all that connects to, to, to the, to the core of this inverse issue with the, with super Clark and bizarro with Lois and lot and Lucy and now Chrissy and, 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 you know, of course the boys and their issues and, and, and then and still and, and, Nat, I mean, they, they, everybody, everything in this town is interconnected, and they all serve to to the overarching issues of the season. And 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 I think that's why this show works so well. And you're right. I mean, the, the Sarah's, you know, with, with her with her suicide attempt, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't I had forgotten about it. And but you know, but at the same time, you know, at the end of the episode where they do confront the mayor. And say, look, man, stay out of our family business. And he like this sort of throws like, you know, watch yourself, Cal. I got some, I got some stuff on you. Right. And then he goes into the bar at the end there, and yeah. and you know, and then she pours him the shot, and he's like, you know, we need to talk. I was like, oh man. And you know, and I think back to the first, I think first or second episode of the of the season where, where. Clark and, and Cal have their discussion about relationships and and then Clark and, and Lana also did and and and, and juggling marriage and, and life and everything like that. And then, you know, now we now we have this little you know, nugget of infidelity with, with Cal and it's just like and it, I was like, man, this episode I was just like it's like heartbreak city all around. You got that. You got the yes, it was predictable what was gonna happen to John Henry, but still it was just like, damn. He's laid up. Clark's a mess, Lois and the whole cult and Lucy. Oh it it was just like I was like, man, they're just rip they're just ripping the hearts out left and right this episode. Right, definitely. And then we got the um, we got the boys running around. Yeah, 
We got one in a quickie mart using mm-hmm. his powers. We got another taking drugs to get powers so that he yeah. can throw a football. Yeah, uh, that's not going to end. We both, and neither's well, one's not going to end well at all. And the other, he's like, Grandpa, teach me. Teach yeah. me how to use my powers. Which that whole thing was so natural, and I like that. I like how even though Grandpa's retired, he's still a part of the show, and mm-hmm. his utilization in the show is be is really natural. Yeah. But the one line that bothered me was like, "But don't tell anyone." I was like, "Yes." What are you a pervert? Like, are you <laughs> like don't don't tell? Uh, see, see, I I've watched too many things. <laughs> like that's not that's not a good sign. Okay. That's, so don't. Yeah. Don't say to a kid, don't tell anyone, because that's what we call conditioning, okay? Conditioning. And, yes, there's that. And, you know, just if we've learned anything in these shows, it's like keeping secrets, whether it's something like bad, good, or in between, never turns out well. And And given how Clark would feel and Lois about... Jordan, uh, you know, he's still trying to master his, his abilities and stuff. And, 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 you know, and I guess that's probably why General Lang did what he did, because he knew that Clark and Lewis would be like, hell no, you're, you're not training our son because of all, you know, because of all the, the bad stuff that he did when he was in the DOD. So, and I guess that's why he told him, told him not to tell them because he knows that they would shut it down immediately. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, I, I I I did have some issues with that 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 piece as well. And then you know, and then and of course Jonathan with uh, taking the X XK, and um, you know, I, I love the way that they showed his reaction when he first when he when he first got took the hit. And like the euphoria, the, the power is just sort of flowing through him, and like you know the heightened, heightened sense and and the abilities there. I mean, you know, he's he's going to become addicted, so that's going to be a whole another thing that they're going to have to deal with on top of all this stuff. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um. So so speaking about lies and exposing the truth. Um, we get more details about Lucy. We see mm-hmm. Lucy, which mm-hmm. I like how they use the same cast as, um, or the same Jenna who played her on Supergirl. Um, I thought that was smart. Mm-hmm. And um, for some reason, I didn't even consider it. But, but um, sorry, my brother keeps texting me and keeps throwing me off because he never texts me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed you were distracted. I was like, everything throwing okay? me off like, completely like, with like, my game. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So so we have Allie, Lucy. I yeah. Just go for it, Will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I knew. No, I thought about you because I knew you. Whenever we talked about this whole cult angle before, you were you were not sure about about it and how how it was going to unfold and all. But uh, I guess with this cult, with this alley, so I guess I was doing some prep, and I guess this uh, alley is it's like a deep cut from the Adventures of Superman comic, and there was this character called Parasite, 
who had very similar types of uh, tendencies that you know, that that Ali's having here, and 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 so the um, the you know the thing that I, that really stood out to me, of course, was with with you know picking up from last week where she was talking about getting Lois canceled, and then just the just how she used how she used Lois's desperation to 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 protect her sister against her to expose Lois as a fraud with this story. Um, as far as her journal, you know, as far as her journalistic integrity uh, and, and breaching that uh, to, to, to try to, to try to save her, her sister from her. And, and then again, you know, again, tying, again, tying all these things together, like for example, Sarah's, you know, her suicide and then you know, attempt. And then of course, Lucy's, you know, wanting to go to a higher level of, of consciousness or whatever, but of course, it, you know, but you know, of course, Lois calls it for what it really is, which was, you know, what it was a, you know, an overdose. You know, yeah. so we're dealing with that trauma, and and but how Ali used all of that, and then even you know when Lucy like said, "Oh, I come up to room four, whatever, whatever." And and then they had the conversation in there, and it gets into again the, the motherhood issues come up full full front and center with 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 both of them, uh, and 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 how you know and seeing how you know how Lois views the mom you know their mother leaving them, and how Lucy views their mom leaving them was I, I really liked the way that scene sort of played out because it it, it gives great deeper context to to what what was going on uh, with them. And then of course, you know, they, had, they did have the flashback to, to you know, five year, uh, years prior uh, between when Lois and, and Lucy were, were, were living together mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, it was a lot of, it was a, it was a lot packed into those scenes. And then of course we get Chrissy who's going undercover and, you know, Chrissy's already feeling questioning things about Lois and, and you know the business, and then also the journalism, and this whole you know the whole podcast that uh, about Allie and the stories and all that kind of stuff. And you know, Allie, no, I mean she knew that that was Chrissy in the room the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so and so you know how she manipulated that. So it's just it's just a really like solid storytelling as far as just showing how charismatic people can you know can manipulate manipulate circumstances and and really prey on vulnerable people who are who are seeking something i mean i think they're really handling this very very topic in a, in a very realistic and, and 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 good storytelling way even though we're in a superhero show yeah i liked how they even hinted at chrissy mm-hmm. um because when lois shows up at work she's like you've been here all night like day meaning mm-hmm. she doesn't she all she has really is this job so yeah. at the mo like i had that in the back of my mind and the, and the moment like she sent chrissy in by herself i was like hmm i don't know lois you may have over not thought this through yeah. that, that seems like a very vulnerable person that again can be manipulated mm-hmm. um yeah i am curious like like it's it's weird. Lois did screw up to an extent, but yeah. she, like I like how they're really walking a very gray line. This whole thing, um, 
um, because it is, it is, she, it's not that she didn't completely lie. She just didn't tell the whole truth. Right. right. Um, either. But I mean, what, what does Lucy want from her? Yeah, I'll tell the truth. And then next time I'll let you die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. But in her mind, she's like, no, but I'm going to a higher place. I'm like, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. In- Depending on what leave on, we all are apparently when we die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you're right. They are. I like you. You, you, you made a good point there that they are painting this as as is not a truly shades of gray as far as what Lois did, mm-hmm. and letting us as an audience sort of sit there and see everything play out. And so you know, so right now the way things are playing out is just like, hmm, yeah, Lois, you you did mess up. But even though your motives, even though your motives were in the right place, you know. It, but at the same time, you, um, you know, you did breach your journalism ethics here by not telling the full story and 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 working things. You know, to, you know, not being a journalist, but being more, almost more like an opinion columnist <laughs> that we see, um, and and and. and in how she handled the story so yeah and we especially and we juxtapose that with like what's clark's going through with bizarro and um and with lieutenant anderson and the other super people that he that they uh, created to to go you know and and his vulnerabilities at this point um you know it's it's really like I, like I said, they're juggling a lot of different balls on this show and, and, and successfully telling good stories with each one of these characters. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. We're going to move on to another show, Naomi. Um, so with Naomi this week, we everyone gets a lot of information. Mm-hmm. A lot of information, um, including Naomi. And um, she doesn't know how to deal with it. And D, like the, the, D is, I have to say, I was noticing, I really like D and I like the actor who plays him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's doing a really good job as that mentor role. It is yeah. a bit creepy. And sometimes, because I'm just like, so how long have you been waiting for her? And like, what's your angle here? And and why is it that when Naomi and her friend were talking at, at the end of the episode, it was in the afternoon, and then when the guy comes to, like, take Naomi, suddenly they end up fighting in the football field, and it's night. Yeah. Did anybody else notice that? I noticed it. Yeah, yeah. It was a little bit of continuity issues there. <laughs> Or maybe the bounty hunter, like, yeah, because I know we went from like in the school tonight. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. But we do find out that um, so so far they are not going with what happened in the books, and both adopted parents are human. So far, we don't know if there's another so, secret they're hiding. Um. Yeah. But we also find out that Naomi is from Earth-29. Mm-hmm. The 29 are from Earth-29. Yeah. 29, yeah. 
Yeah, and I haven't I haven't made it far enough to know the significance of all the twenty nines. Freaking twenty nine. Yeah, but Earth twenty nine, you know, but you know, but it, but it, again, it establishes, and and even D talked about it in universe with with yep. the show that there is a multiverse. Yep. And that there are superheroes, in I guess I guess Naomi is on Earth Prime in this show. And I guess well, they haven't established that yet, but. But um, you know, clearly, that that is the case. Wh- whichever she's on, and they, you know, I, one of the things you know we're talking about the books and stories and 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 D and Naomi's adoptive father in, in the comics, at least having a situation where they've had to work together. I, you know, maybe they, had, I think they may be, they still had, maybe they had have adapted. That story, obviously, to to fit the story, the narrative here, where um, there, you know, I still felt that undercurrent of like tension there between the awkward, yeah. I mean, obviously, it was awkward dinner, but it seemed like Greg was hiding something more, and either his DOD connections, but even, but the other thing where I was like, hmm, there's still something more going on here with Greg, even though we did clearly get the introduction of how Greg and her mom met earlier. But, you know, whenever he went out into the, into the woods present day to, and he saw the tracking device on the, uh, the, the plate there in the, in the woods and didn't report it back to his superior officers. You know, I don't know if it was, he's trying to, again, protect Naomi or, or if it's, or if it's something, or if it's something else protected hit or maybe protected himself i don't i don't know but i'm thinking I, I, my, my initial reaction is he's just trying to protect naomi because you know because of what he knows now with this dod unit uh trying to search out for alien life forms right right exactly yeah um the other thing that happened this episode that really caught me off guard <laughs> <laughs> the love square is over <laughs> out of <Maybe>. nowhere <laughs> like they took a lot of expert into establishing all of the points of the square mm-hmm. to have make her have one conversation with d about which which also came out of nowhere for me <laughs> what is happening <laughs> I was just like, oh, you guys had me and then you lost me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this is just a, you know, teenagers and, you know, flavor of the week. Maybe. Well, don't tell him that. He, <laughs> he came back to him. Well, that's what I'm worried about. I am so worried about, like, it being the flavor of the week because for the past few weeks, it has felt like each point of the square has gotten like mm-hmm. some attention yeah. and we were all cool with that because Naomi made it clear. She, she, she likes, she likes them all. She's, she's not ready to make a choice. And yeah. then she makes a choice and I'm like, huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I guess you know, it, she's had so many things happen to her at, at, at all at once. I mean, she, she, you know, she's learned that she's an alien. She, you know, she had that. You know, she did go to Portland to 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 meet up with Akira. 
Mm-hmm. And they had that whole conversation with Akira, and because you know, because you know, thinking back to Akira and Zubaru's meeting a few episodes back, uh, where you know he was trying to recruit her to to to, to find the other twenty nine and 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 really. Uh, you know, go back to Earth 29 and, and and finish whatever happened. And then now, you know, this week we, we see Akira talking to Naomi and, and, you know, warning her, like, look, it's a bad idea for you to use your powers like that. And, you know, really kind of playing a role, all, not quite like a mentor like D, but at the same time seems to be a, in a kind of protective role to, mode too, especially given that now that she's like out there using her powers and stuff, that means all you know, other people like this bounty hunter that was in the episode are going to start trying to seek her out and take advantage of, you know, harm her because I guess maybe there's some prophecy or something that they foresee that she's going to become this great superhero and they're trying to take her out now before she, you know, before she comes to her fullest potential. But it also sounds like there's something I don't know if it has anything to do with her potentially being a superhero um I I almost get the same vibes that I got um that you get from watching Starfire on Titans Mm. like there's something else like because um Zimbabwe thinks that or believes that she's the key for them the 29 to return to the planet that he destroyed. Clearly, yeah. he's her father. No. <laughs> no. no. Brother. Uncle twice removed. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so I, I don't know. I think that there's there there really is something else with her specifically and her relationship with Earth 29. Yeah. Like, like it's almost like Earth 29 is looking for her to save their planet yes yes not necessarily to save our planet yes that i think that's yeah i think you're you're spot on there and and that makes sense because i mean they i think they sent her away so that she could be safe because of all the wars and things that were going on on earth 29 that zimbabwe you know started and i guess he tracked you know he was part of the group that tracked they all ended up on this earth and yeah and and then now that um he has indeed found her and and knows her potential he's like oh yeah we can't we can't we can't let her go back no we cannot yeah no we cannot all right um we got one more show to quickly talk about have you watched the latest episode of um I have not watched today's episode, so I can't talk to you about Peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a week behind. I learned, like I said, between you know, with trying to do Titans and Doom Patrol the same day as recording, it just I felt like I felt like I was binging again and I was missing too many things. But I could talk about episode five. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to. i've moved on from episode five i did my rant about episode five last week it's all about eagerly versus vigilante (laughs) and you know what that continues in episode six (laughs) no overall like 
this show, if you're not watching it, highly recommend. I was hard on it originally. Will was not. Will was right, as per usual. And this show has a lot of fun. And, um, you know, every, every now and then it goes like, okay, James, take a step back. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. But for the majority of it, it's like you're, you're hitting your you're perfect balance here. Mm-hmm. Perfect balance. The jokes are hitting. Um, the acting is on point. The story is it's it's taking some interesting directions. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I just you know I'll never look at the show again because I was talking to my brother over about it over the weekend and I'm like, just think about Peacemaker as Michael Scott. Like just yeah. view it for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the PowerPoint discussion. The PowerPoint to me is just like okay if that. Whole thing in the fifth episode. I know we. I know we don't want to go back to it because you're you're now ahead of me now. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I uh, that I, I had to, whenever I saw it on the socials, I like had to share it. I was like, I got this is just they got to share this for for people to see the the this and 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 hopefully hook them in to, to like find out more like what was going on there between between peacemaker and Econos because uh that i mean that was like my probably one of my favorite bits of this whole season so far yeah well steve there's some other bits <laughs> <laughs> and see that's the, that's the sad thing though is that i do feel like because i i watch it right before we start recording like Everything that happened last week, I've forgotten about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. But it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Maybe we'll be able to talk about it next week since our CW shows are going to be on hiatus. Yeah, yeah. I will be ready to go, ready for six. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about six because you've already moved on. But we can we can definitely do seven real hey, time next week. <laughs> never know. I might do a binge. might familiarize <laughs> myself with how we got here. Um, but on that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me at Will and Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can find me on Twitter at, <laughs> at SJ Belmont, S-J-V-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, www.scenenerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.